this is Bible Talk Walk. Riding in my car. Don't have time to play the Bible, but if I did, I can't remember what book I'm on. In my counsel, they would yeah. have enabled my people to hear my words and would have turned them back from their evil ways and their evil deeds. Amen. And turn them back from evil. <coughs> Usually, I, I like to just listen to it. Um, I try to, I try to listen to it intentionally while I'm driving. But I think there is something about making something not sleepily traditional, but as traditional as possible but with a reverence about it because if it doesn't have the reverence it's just this like this thing that you fall asleep to or your brain you condition your brain to turn into uh, kind of ignoring uh, during that time so anyway uh, but I, I like trying to listen to the bible while I'm driving um, because I, I need to I need to correctly divide the word of truth and it's it's a lot of effort and um, I know it's not what saves me I know it's Christ so praise God and, and, and his sacrifice to save us and uh, what he's done on the cross <clears throat> and thank God that he allowed me to be baptized in the church of believes in baptism in the name of the Father, Son, and the Spirit, and uh, thankfully, He continually leads me, I believe, down a right path, and um, I had a few clarifiers today, um, so listening to some guy that speaks on a Catholic Answer show, uh, and talks in another podcast, the, uh, the other one. They mentioned very briefly this guy Late Late La Marshall. I think La Marshall's all I got. I don't know what his first name is. Late La, I don't know. But <clears throat> this is one of the guys that he's saying the Catholic Church is Pelagian. <clears throat> Those are the guys I'm kind of trying to pay attention to to pray for him because. Um, they might be changing things in the future because, uh, I, and I don't know, and still, I still don't know, even though I, I had a Baptist professor uh, tell me for, you know, that's probably the most pinnacle thing in school, he told me uh, about, you know, basically should become Roman Catholic, except for their Pelagian, is what he would say. Well, they're officially semi-Pelagian, doctrinally, but he would say, well, if they're semi, then they're Pelagian. So, that <clears throat> that's the whole bag of chips, the argument right there. And, but, you know, I just, I'm just not convinced. I, I, I still don't think uh, people in the confessionals are thinking that all the forgiveness is by the church and the priest. I think uh, 
definitely says the church and the priests are part of that, and they 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 give that. But I think in context of even the church teachings, it's all about Christ and what He's done, and I you know it's, it's about the cross, and there's a huge emphasis on that. So I, I just don't think we can undermine that just as regular citizens um, and uh, people that are seeking out the truth. Uh, another thing uh, definitely kind of reignited my heart for the uh, more of the um, Catholics that are uh, like Byzantine Catholics and there's like a couple other Marianite and all these people that are kind of in line with church tradition but that are um, they still have their independent uh, not truly independent partially um, positions of their churches but they, they take the they have the, they're in communion with uh, Rome, which is, I think, it's good to have those different groups that are not in the church, or sorry, not in Rome physically, but that are representing uh, other parts of maybe the traditional Byzantine Empire, which that's kind of cool. Or, and I'm even wondering because, and then they say if you talk to them, they'll say, well, they're they're in communion with there's a couple, there's a letter or something that, it doesn't say they're in communion, but they can, they can fellowship with, like, other Eastern Orthodox, so, that's an interesting, um, perspective, because it, it actually opens the door for unity, potentially, um, but there, you know, there should be clarity, but, you know, it's, it's just interesting, and, um, because I, I definitely have a heart for the, uh, um, Antiochian, um, orthodoxy and you know um but i would rather have it in a more right order you know uh so that's definitely something i'm continually learning about and pursuing um but it's it's interesting because i you know i have a lot of uh god has a lot to do on the hearts of myself and my people around me uh, in order to facilitate, um, hopefully that providence of, uh, God's goodness just taking over and making good out of every area of my life. And I do not believe in anything that's just, that just seems off in any way. Like, oh, it could have been done that way. No, I, I like to, I want God to work in my life and in the life of people around me in a way where he's invading with love first and foremost uh into our relationships and everything in order to bring the truth um if that means like my baptist professor messaging me back or like you know keeping up dialogues with other christians uh that are trying to be serious even if they have no idea some of the details, you know, 
I think that's that's a big deal is keeping up dialogue, keeping keeping questions like when we learn about things, asking questions, asking one another questions uh, so that we don't get complacent and we can continue to grow and walk out the word of God. And, um, you know, whether it's Protestant or Baptist or, or East or West, um, <coughs> there should be communication on all sides because there's a lot of bipartisan truth, uh, that you can find. Um, but then at the end of the day, maybe there was a better path we should have gone that, uh, is truly, uh, the right path. And, um, I think there's common grace though, across the board. So you kind of find people that are like-minded, um, in some core truths and, and honesty and, Integrity. Actually, integrity is a good group, so shalom. This is a quick Bible talk walk. Um, let's see, I definitely learned a lot today listening to another uh, uh, podcast. Uh, and uh, makes me want to maybe get some more platform stuff going. I don't know. Um, but... I think because I don't know the integrity of a lot of the companies and stuff, uh, I think I'll stick with just what I've already been doing, the sake of conserving what, uh, what I've already done. So, uh, talk about the Bible, walking it out, talking about it. Um, so, basically, very relatable. Oh, man, God bless them. That's amazing. Uh, St. Gertrude uh, prayer right now. Somebody, uh, they're working on, looks like they're working on a line somewhere, and you know what I mean? Definitely dig. You know, you gotta be careful where you dig. Um, that's the whole thing, archaeology. That's, that's the whole field I haven't dipped into very much, but that is kind of cool stuff. Um, anyway, uh, big thing about just keeping your family first, uh, Gregorian stuff, I think, I think emphasizing that in our lives, I was thinking like the Gregorian chant, stuff like that, that's gotta have some spiritual warfare, like, authority behind it, so, it's kind of a high time in the church, I mean, it all depends on your perspective, I guess. But, you know, I just like to think about that, you know, there's something there. Um, I don't think the church could be deceptive for so, so long. I think there's got to be, like, grains of truth. You know, I don't know. And I had the whole debate today with the independent church's idea. Like, obviously, I like that, you know, an independent idea, but within a still connected kind of way and so that's that's the big thing uh, I don't like this whole detachment because yeah there's like a potential purity in that but it's just it's it's like it just doesn't seem logical uh, that that would be the case um, 
that, you know, we could do these independent churches. Uh, I, I think they have to be dependent on one another to a degree, but that's why I like, I like the independent uh, groups within, like, the Benedictine. That's really cool. Um, yeah, not, like, not necessarily the people or how they even do it, because I don't really know how they do it. I just mean, like, to study it and to know about how they do stuff. They, they were big into independence and such. So, stuff like that. Um, but what I learned today, yeah, uh, Gregorian. I guess you could do like a Gregorian service. Uh, you know, you, you can request that. Um, it, you know, it'd be funny is if you say, yeah, yeah, I'll do the Gregorian. Um, and then work with the church on how to set up a barter system to pay for that, if, if that's how it works, you know what I mean, get the Shire in there, because I'm pretty sure they probably use the barter system in Lord of the Rings, like the Hobbit, you know, that heart, you know, instead of paying them in cash, be like, okay, let's get, let's get down to kingdom economy, let's talk about that, you know, these uh, indulgences, and I, I personally, I'm like, okay, I ain't getting it, but all right, let's do it the right way. How are you going to do it the right way? That's right, true, noble, praiseworthy. You know, so that's interesting to think about. Let's do the barter system. Let's let's have an inherent right of land and working with the dirt and stuff like that. Let's get that. Let's get that into there. You know, let's uh, you know, but do it with integrity, not like coming illegally. You know, to do things and and even trespassing and stuff like that. Let's not do that. But let's let's do things with integrity. Uh, one of the things, just side note off of that, the catechism. There's a, I think it was a guy that he was like a prince that came to America, and then he was a priest, and then he he helped people get land, and it was just like, oh man, that was so cool. So that's an interesting thought. Uh, if the church was there as a form of benevolence to help people have land and have homes and families. And just what does that system look like? So, I don't know. Shalom.